you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Welcome back to Good Morning Football. Mike Garofolo joining us now. Mike, during the commercial breaks, I just like to scroll through Insta and see what's shaking. And I came across a goat and a retirement message. What's going on? Tom Brady has officially announced his retirement. 22 years. Kay Adams, 22 of the best years that we'll ever see on an NFL football field. And that retirement or that career now is over as Brady has embraced retirement, saying that it was difficult for him to even write that sentence. But here it goes. Quote, I am not going to make that competitive commitment anymore. I have loved my NFL career. Now it is time to focus my time and energy on other things that require my attention. So Brady did not make the announcement last night on his own podcast. Let's go. Uh, Decided to make it this morning on Instagram and now tweeting out uh, one by one the statement that he posted on Instagram thanking his Bucks teammates, thanking the Bucks organization, thanking the, the city of Tampa and saying he would like an invite to the next boat parade. I'd be okay with that. Let's see that. And uh, also thanking everyone else throughout his entire career. So Tom Brady feels kind of anticlimactic at this point, Kay, but it is official. Tom Brady has announced his retirement after 22 seasons, 22 decorated seasons. Canton will be calling in five years, Kay. Thank you so much, Mike Garofolo, joining us now, one of the best running backs in the league. He lives up to his Twitter handle of Showtime. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the show one of my faves, Packers RB. What's up, Aaron? Aaron Jones. Good morning. Hey, Aaron. Good morning. How y'all doing? We're so good. Well, we have breaking news, so this is live. We just got to, you know, go with the punches here. You play with a real good quarterback named Aaron Rodgers, likely to be an MVP, but you just heard Tom Brady has officially retired. We heard the news, of course, over the weekend. What do you think? 22 years in the books for the GOAT. Uh, that's amazing. You know, that's a, a long career, longer than most. Uh, I thought he was going to play till he's about 50, but, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, your career like, as a winner – um, everything he's done, it, it doesn't get any better than that. Uh, he's at, at the highest of the high. And um, 
it's, it's sad to see one of the uh, goats leave the game, but uh, he left on the on a high note. Aaron, we love having you on the show. It's been years and years we've we've been working with you, and I know you're working right now with Interneva, and you're doing it to help preserve the memory of your father following his passing last spring. Tell us more about your work with the company and how it's helped you honor your father's memory and legacy. Uh, yes, sir. So uh, once I found out what a Turnover does, they're they're a company based out of Austin, uh, Texas, and what they essentially do is they they take. Um, your your deceased one's uh, ashes, or it could be like a hair hair, and um, what they do is they turn it into uh, a diamond, and you can put on where where the diamond on your ring, your neck, wherever you want. And uh, for me, that's just one way that I felt like I could always keep my father close to me uh, every step of the way, like through this life journey that I'm on, and uh, I feel like he's gonna be he's right there every step of the way. I, I played in a. a, a a necklace that had like ashes, uh, his ashes in it, and it, it broke. Uh, uh, it was week two, I want to say, when we played uh, mm. uh, Detroit, and so um, that, this just makes it easy, easier. And um, I think if uh, more people knew about it, they would uh, kind of turn to this. This is just a way to honor him, and um, like I said, keep him right there by my side, twenty four seven. And your coach, of course, found that necklace in the end zone. It was a really moving story, and uh, our hearts are with you, of course, as you begin this off season. We know you lost your dad and had a tough, tough year, but we also know that you will be hopefully at NFL Honors in L.A. to pick up a Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Congrats on your nomination. Uh, Thank we have you. lots to talk to you about. We're going to have to have you on another time because yeah, they're making – Yeah, we have to have you on again and reschedule because they're making us jump to the Brady talk, Aaron. Mm. We're so sorry. Oh, uh, yes, ma'am. I'll see y'all at the Super Bowl. Well, I'll see Perfect. you at the Super Bowl. Hopefully you're getting that Walter Payton Man of the Year uh, and, and of course, giving you all the love as always. We've got lots to talk to him about Nathaniel mm-hmm. Hackett. We're going to talk Aaron Rodgers, his future. Has he talked to him so far? But we got to get back to Brady for right now with uh, this decision finally to come out today, not yesterday in the podcast, as Garofolo pointed out. Peter, why now and your thoughts? I can't tell you why now. I think the the main thing that we've been getting the last few days is family's been the main reason. And I thought in his post, which is online, if you guys want to check Tom Brady's Twitter feed or his Instagram, he says, I'm fortunate to have co-founded incredible companies. And he names them, TB12 Sports, Brady Band, Autograph. And I think that's where he's looking towards. He wants to become a, a business person right now when some of the best football feels like it's still being played. But Gosh, I, I don't think it's tainted that all this news happened this weekend, but to get this news on Tuesday at 9.47 a.m. after a whole weekend of talking about it, I'm sure it's not ideal with how it all went out, but in the end of the day, we'll never remember or think about, oh, how did Tom Brady's retirement news get announced or broken? It's going to be Brady and his memory and his legacy of what he was as a player. Uh, whatever way he wanted to go out, this is how it all finishes up. And gosh, I, I've never covered the NFL without Tom Brady as being a quarterback. I've done it for 20 years. So there's that. And I'm excited for all of his future endeavors. I'm excited about Tom's future. Like it's, um, it's really hard to understand the level of commitment that you have to have. And your spouse, um, they suffer from it. Your kids, uh, they suffer from it. You typically don't have a career that this long. And now you start to get kids in high school. You start saying, okay, are we going to stay half the year in Tampa, maybe half the year in California? And their education starts to suffer. So there's real, real things that go on. But I'm glad that Tom, especially in the last couple of years, that he didn't get hurt. 
because that's the one thing as you get older as a player, you don't recovery. So he has set the standard for quarterback play. I grew up in a league with Joe Montana, and he set the standard. Tom raised the bar and then raised the bar. And this is what we expect out of our quarterbacks, what Tom Brady has done that's, the last 22. That's the standard. And I think most of us on the planet have no way of relating to Tom Brady. We live wildly different lives, except for maybe a few facets. And he brings this Instagram post. And if you start sliding through it, he's thinking his agent and the fans and everybody. And the very last part, he thinks his wife. And I think that's the core of this. And he talks about how his loving and supporting wife has done everything for our family to allow us to focus on my career. Talks about her selflessness that has allowed him to reach new heights professionally. And I, whether you are a Hall of Fame quarterback or a shop owner or you're on TV or a school teacher, it's unbelievably relatable when your spouse is at home or doing the things that you need to do to do and make your career. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it has to be their turn. Eventually, they have to have all of you or more of you. And especially with what he does, it seems to me that he finally said that they, they deserve me and all of me and all of that comes with me. And um, those of us who struggle with work-family dynamics can at least relate to that. And there's a lot of bills to be paid at home emotionally. And uh, I thought it was beautiful how he laid it out. And I'm happy for him. I find myself happy. I'm, I don't want him to leave the league. I love covering him. But reading that last paragraph, um, I'm, I think he's going to be very happy with this decision. And he has so many partnerships in TB12 and what you're talking about with sports that I don't know if he'll leave the game, right? I'm sure he'll be connected to football. It's the love of his life in my eyes. And it always has been since I've been a football fan. So we'll see what the future holds. And it is very exciting. But, Chris, you said this yesterday. The NFL's in great hands. It's a great product. He was here for 22 years. Mm-hmm. Can the NFL survive without the GOAT? You've got these young guns going at it. Super Bowl no 56. Problem. Wait till we see the product in 50, Super Bowl 56. Mm-hmm. We've got too many young guys. We also have a lot of young coaches that aren't afraid to throw the ball. This is a different league than when Tom Brady came in. We've got some flat gunslingers, guys ready to be superstars. Tom Brady retires after 22 seasons, a million championship rings and records. We've got more on this as I'm sure memories and, you know, the ripple effects take place. We'll be back right here. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? 
Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Big Show, Brian Dable, the new head coach of the New York Giants, will be on our program. That is huge. Cannot wait to talk to him. Dan Hanses, Aaron Jones, will be on the program. Packers not in the Super Bowl, but we'll talk to him about maybe what the future looks like. A lot of shakeups. Uh, what's going on, Chris Carter? Oh, no, I'm ready. I ready. can tell. Tuesday, ready. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Welcome to Let's Good go. Morning Football Countdown. Hey, two days in a row. Did her hair, people. Twitter, let us get your feedback. At GMFB. Can she go three days in a row with doing her hair? Who knows? Peter Schrager, Kyle Brandt, thank you for noticing Hall of Famer Chris Carter. And today, of course, marks the start of Black History Month. It's a month-long commemoration where we come together to celebrate the struggles, the triumphs, the great achievements of African Americans throughout the NFL and all of U.S. history. So all month long, we'll be shining light, sharing some stories of these uh, remarkable testaments to what this month is all about. It really should be year-long, of course, but we're going to really make an effort this month to do that. And you can tweet our show at GMFB. Scott Pioli joining us. Dan Hansis will be here as well on a Tuesday. It is time for the lead block. block. Let's do it. Let's talk about Joe Burrow. Cool Joe. The Bengals, they had a phenomenal comeback victory against the Chiefs again. They did it week 17. They did it in the AFC Championship game. They won. They are now cemented in Super Bowl 56. So five. A couple of weeks from now, a little bit lost in the celebration was this moment from Joey B after the game. And then can you tell us a little bit about your, your, your chain there? Oh, you like that one? Yeah. I would not. <laughs> there's no story to it. It's just uh, I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> this one, this is probably my favorite outfit of the year. Um, yeah, I was excited about this one. It's got rock the rock vibes. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that for sure. They're definitely real. <laughs> I make too much money to have fake ones, so you know these are real. Wow. <laughs> um, uh, sorry, what was the second question? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're going to talk. We're going to talk a lot about Joe Burrow, about the Bengals, both sides of the ball, the Rams uh, leading up to Super Bowl Sunday. Chris, why do you think Joe Burrow has resonated with NFL fans the way that he has? When I had the opportunity to meet his parents, I had a million questions about him right. that I wanted to ask. And I didn't know. I'm like, why am I so compelled by this figure? Uh, I call it the 15-minute the test. And it's not just with football players. It's with human beings. Within 15 minutes, typically, you can tell something about that man or woman. If it's something professionally, can they be great at this job? And Joe Burrow, when you're in the NFL locker room, we've seen a lot of players. They work out players every day. They have players come in and out every day. And we have seen guys at the highest level in college, the Heisman Trophy winners, the first-team All-Americans. I don't care what conference they go to, Big Ten, SEC, they come to the NFL and they fail. Their talent that they had in college, typically it's we don't know how much more they can grow. 
Joe Burrows is like a Randy Moss. There is a thing that people are good at doing something. Joe Burrow is good at playing football. Randy Moss was good at playing football. And when they came into the league, you could see their talent, but also you could see that the stage wasn't too big for their personality. And it was like a condo unit that was in the first phase. And it was going to be five or six phases. Some of these guys come in and that's it. The top floor is done. You can't add anything else to them. The game is not too big. It's not too fast. And the ability to build a lead of the team with that knee injury, coming back from that, them not protecting him in practice like they do most quarterbacks, those are the kind of things that win over your teammates in the locker room. And Joe Burrows has that, mm-hmm. and he has it in spades. He's been a leader for every team since Little League. Mm-hmm. I know you talked to his parents. I met with Joe Burrow at the Combine, and you could tell that there's something different about this guy, and that's what the Bengals see. Mm-hmm. His high school stadium is already named after him. Mm-hmm. Athens, Ohio. It's Joe Burrow Stadium. And he's <laughs> 24 years old. I, it, here's where like the real test is. So I got a text from my friend Adam, who lives in Merrick, New York, which is in Long Island. And he goes, check this out. Monday morning after the AFC Championship, it's a photo of three different kids in a pizza parlor in Long Island, New York, wearing Burrow jerseys. You showed us your son, Calvin, mm-hmm. photo, wearing a Burrow jersey. This is a Cincinnati Bengals player. Yeah, it's really in cool. New York, and Westchester, in Long Island, mm. you know it's resonating. Um, and... Yeah, you know, we got a, a great crew member, Danny, over here, and we were riding the elevator yesterday. And I'm like, I'm of a little different generation, all right? I, I'm of a. Di- what is the borderline of like cool and cringe? Because mm-hmm. you see the the, the Cartier shades and the diamonds. Like, is there a cringe factor? He's like, no, 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 no. Burrow's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, Burrow is the man, and I think the reason is because of the football. Like. Yeah. He backs it up every Sunday. It, if, if there was a moment where he was on his face or he was failing, like, when you take nine sacks against Tennessee and you get up and win the game, you earn the respect of not only the kids and the, of the old heads, too. You play like this in Arrowhead, you earn the respect of a different generation. I, I think he's got the cool, but he's also got the ball, and I think that's huge. Um, last piece, you mentioned his father. Like I, I think his story is really neat, too. The fact that he had to transfer from Ohio State. Like that. Yep. He Some wasn't adversity. viewed as the guy. There's a little yes. adversity there. It's yep. like, all right, so I'm not good enough. I'm going to go to another big program and then be the best ever at that program. Uh, it's hard not to be swept up in it. And I think it's generationally, like, across the board, he's got a 100Q rating right now. Like, I don't know anyone who's like, I don't like what Joe Burrow's about. And I wonder if that changes a little success and with a little spotlight. And these two weeks could actually demonize a lot of people. But I don't think that's him. I think he's pretty much straight ahead thinking about the football. And he knows football's first. I love this topic. It's fun to talk about. He feels fresh. He feels like a fresh new thing. I I also, there's something called a heat check in basketball when you hit a bunch of shots in a row. And then you feel so hot. You're like, I'm going to pull up from half court to see (laughs) how hot I am. Him doing the line about I make enough money that have real diamonds is a heat check. That could turn people off. That's, that's a dangerous thing to talk about, and yet he sunk the shot. And he's hitting every, every single thing. The, the off-field personality is dry. It's minimalist. It's selective. It's not too much talking. I think his on-field personality is awesome, too. There's no yapping at the refs. There's no, even when you're taking nine sacks, yelling at your lineman, there's no throwing of the mouth guard. Mm -hmm. You can feel that on TV. It's cool. It's comfort. It's solid. Um, Social media presence, very minimalist, barely ever tweets at all. And when he does, do you guys remember when he was coming out in the combine and the story broke about his hand size was so tiny? Yep. Remember what he tweeted and just like, God, he sucked the landing on this. He I mean, this is it. 
Uh, considering retirement after I was informed the football will be slipping out of my tiny hands, please keep me in your thoughts. Great. And it was like, he took a shot, it landed, and then he almost never tweets after that. And the last thing I think that people are liking him, and this is, it, this is in the weeds now and what we do. Late in the season, we've been watching these guys for months, he's not in TV commercials. And that helps. Like, he is not in the exhaustive insurance commercials mm-hmm. making the same lame jokes eight months in a row. He's going to be. And God bless him. He's going to have a million opportunities in this offseason. Um, those commercials, what sport you're in, Baker, Rodgers, Mahomes, enough. We see these guys so much. Next year, Joe Burrow is going to be in those commercials. Please choose funny ones, Joe. Please. And I'm sure that you will. We're going to be watching them a lot. The fact that he's not – he's only in during the game. When the game goes to commercial, you get a, bur- a break from Burrow. And you see the other guys weren't playing anymore. That is cool, too. He's hitting every box. That's what creates the level of fascination with him is that he's not – show me the camera. He's not – the comedians use this term sweaty. Me, 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 show me. Like, can mm-hmm. I be as loud as I can? He's the least sweaty person, but he will subtly let you know that he is that dude. And he does it with those out. Fits and he does it with. He doesn't do that. He, I can I, I Google searched Joe Burrow selfie. Doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. He's never taken a selfie. He's never been that guy. He's not smoking that cigar for Instagram. He's on other people's Instagram smoking that cigar. He's doing that for himself in that LSU locker room and in that Bengals locker room. He's subtly letting people know. By the way, those aren't Cartier. Those are eleven ninety nine on Amazon. And then they bought him the new Cartier ones. His teammates did. Mm. Um, but he he obviously has style. He has something to say. When I interviewed Jamar Chase and I asked about Burrow and why he hasn't done the gritty yet, he didn't. He almost shut it down. He's like, I don't. You got to talk to him about it. Speak for him. It's very clear that he has created Mm -hmm. and crafted a private distractionless system that is sort of carrying him successfully and letting. It's very rare that in this world's work on the field can speak for itself. And it's because he's getting that respect Schrager's talking about with being a winner, but also facing adversity. You're saying he faced a little adversity having a transfer out of Ohio State because Dwayne Haskin was a starter. Absolutely. But how about he blew out his knee? How about he had to go to the Bengals where there's ghosts in the past and not much success? I was listening to him on the Tom Brady podcast with Jim Gray just yesterday, the Let's Go podcast, he visited for a couple of minutes, and Brady was like, your toughness is what stands out. You get hit, and you get knocked down, and you get right back up, and that earns the respect of teammates. It gives you mm-hmm. instant credibility, and it lets people know subtly that you're that guy. Absolutely. And, Peter, it all surrounding the ball. Mm-hmm. Like, you know the reason why Baker Mayfield, you know the reason why the, cur- the commercials are corny? Because him throwing those those ducks on those outs. They hit him throwing those interceptions going the other way. No. Him yelling at people on the sideline. That's the reason why. I don't have no problem with Patrick Mahomes, State Farm, um, Shreddy Betty, sure. everything. Sure. Hey, so, I'm all for it. Yeah. Because on the field, he's got his business lined up. LeBron James said this. Keep the first thing the first mm. thing. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrows, concentrate on that football, bro. Because that's why these people love you. Don't get caught up in all that. It's not the chain. It's not the glasses. It's not the clothes. It's the ball. It's how you play ball. And let us talk about you. He's letting everybody else do that, and that's extremely likable and more and more rare as time goes on here. All right, let's go to Mike Garofolo now at GMFB. Mike, welcome to the show, and good morning to you. We have some big news. We got some big news last night on Jim Harbaugh. How uh, close is he coming to coming back to the NFL? That's crazy. And Tom Brady did speak last night. I just mentioned uh, some of that about Joe Burrow, but what's the latest with yeah. him and his future? Let's start with Jim Harbaugh, Kay, uh, the head coach of the University of Michigan, but a former NFL head coach. And this feels like more than just a contract play for Michigan at this point. This feels like 
uh, Jim Harbaugh really exploring the possibility of returning to the NFL. He will interview with the Vikings on Wednesday, according to our Tom Pelissero. He has a relationship with new Vikings general manager Kwesi Adolfo Mensa from their time together with the 49ers. So Harbaugh really in this deep now. He is one of four finalists along with Rams offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell, Giants defensive coordinator Patrick Graham, uh, and Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris. So we'll see where this goes. Could see more of that back on an NFL sideline soon. In the Windy City, hopefully they get some stability there. Here's what Fields and Coach Ibuzu said yesterday in their intro pressers regarding a new start. You know, I, I really just like the way he carries himself, um, just his demeanor. I feel like, you know, his, his presence, um, he's confident when he talks. Um, he, he knows what he wants to do. He has a plan set in stone, and um, I'm just, you know, really ready to, uh, you know, lead with him and, uh, you know, just, just get ready for next year. We will carry ourselves with an attitude of energy, passion, and intensity. We will play with maximum effort on every play. And my next piece of advice for the players, for sure, is get your track shoes on because we're running. Get your track shoes on, Bears fans. They have all offseason to figure out how they can lead the NFC North. We don't know what's going on with Aaron Rodgers and company. That plays into it on some level. They still have a lot of work to do. Chris Carter, they went defensive coach. They passed on an offensive-minded guy. Mm-hmm. They got the quarterback's coach from the Packers and poached him as well. What do you make of this head coaching quarterback duo of Eberflus and Fields in Chicago? I mean, we don't know. Like, we don't know. We don't know anything about Matt as far as being a head coach. Now, this I do know. Chicago and the Bears are one of the marquee jobs in the National Football League. They always have been. Does this duo work? I don't know if it works, but this is what I do know. You have to turn Justin Fields into one of the best dual threats. The reason why is because you have some of the better ingredients. Let's look at the other dual threat quarterbacks that we have around the league. Lamar, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray. Now, if he wants to be in that class, they have to develop him with some type of passing game. We know he runs a 4-4, yes, but that's not the way they're going to win in Chicago. You win in Chicago with that weather and with the defense by ultimately, do I have a quarterback that can make five throws late in the game to be able to win me the game? So they have to be able to develop him. I don't care anything about the interviews. I don't care anything about the sound bites. They don't mean anything. Are they getting him together in Arizona, in Florida, in California with the wide receivers? Because that becomes very important. Flush out all that stuff from last year's system. Because I thought he was a year away. I thought he should have stayed at Ohio State another year. A lot of people in the program, um, the coaches there, thought he should have stayed another year there. It wouldn't have hurt him. So after being with the Bears a year, I still think he is a superstar in the making. The ingredients that they have to work with are great. I don't know if the OC from Green Bay is going to transfer that 27 points a game the last three years over to the Bears. I don't know that. But let me tell you something. There's great opportunities in the North. The Vikings, what are they doing? Kirk Cousins stuck with him for another year. Don't have a coach. Detroit, they're doing Detroit-type things. Aaron Rodgers might be leaving Green Bay. This is critical in Chicago. If you want to get back to the forefront in the North, now's the time. Mm -hmm. I I thought yesterday was actually really, really energizing for a Bears fan. I watched the whole press conference, and Iberflus is one thing, and he's a defensive-minded coach, and he's going to have Getze as the offense. I thought Ryan Poles... Won the day. 36 years old, comes out of Kansas City. I've known Poles for a few years here. High energy guy, but like super confident, super 
super cocksure, I'd almost say, that like, this is going to work out. Did you see this quote? Check this out. Ryan Poles, 36-year-old new general manager of the Chicago Bears. We're going to have a, a relentless approach to fix our weakness. We're going to maintain great self and self-awareness of who we are. We're going to solve problems with open communication and candor. And we're going to consistently put players in position to succeed. And the last thing, the most important piece, is we're going to take the North and never give it back. Let's go. Let's go, <laughs> Bears fans. <laughs> we're going to take the North and never give it back. Like he it. also said that they, they met with a ton of coaching candidates, but he was like, it's Eberflus. The second he walked in, he's like, he was fast, he was violent, he, he had a plan. So, I don't, look, I don't know if Matt Eberflus can be a head coach. He was a defensive coordinator of a team that missed the playoffs. Like, what do you want me to tell you? I saw the Jacksonville Jaguars go up and down the field uh, the last week of the season. Must win. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> tell me. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that energy, and I like that it comes to the top. And they're not sitting here being like, well, we hope that maybe in two to three years Aaron Rodgers leads yeah, yeah, the division. Yeah. Like, it's a different feel than just, well, we'll just – no, they're going for it. I like that. We're going to take the North and never, never give, give it, it back. back. First place in the North, they call that polls position. That's, That's good. That's it right now. Um, Chris – I agree with what you said. I, I don't know. These aren't the household names. These aren't the guys that we've seen for years and years and years. Oh, yeah, we know McDaniels. We know. These guys are uh, unknown. So I don't agree, though, at least for my side. I love the sound bites. I think this was the most exciting day as a Bears fan in two years. And that includes a playoff game they played at New Orleans. No, no, this was better. It wasn't just polls. The fluce was loose. The Is that what they were saying? Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Give me some of the stuff the fluce was saying. This guy comes with the coaching stuff, the weight room slogans. Give it to me. Foundational pieces of Coach Eberflus' philosophy. Hits. That is hustle, intensity, taking care of the ball and taking it away. Smart, situational players. That's the one screen. Hits. We got acronyms. All right? We're moving. What else did he say? New Bears coach matters. I got to play for a guy in my junior at Toledo. Got to show me how to change the culture of the program and change the mindset. And that guy was Nick Saban. All right? <laughs> Go all the way back to Toledo on his wiki. Carter's so impressed. Matter Eberflus with advice to Bears players. The one. Get your track shoes wow. ready because we're running. That to me says offense. That to me says offense. Yeah. They went and got Matt Nagy from the Chiefs and said we're going to run up and down the field. They never did. Offense, fields, development, uh, beating the Packers. Kay mentioned it on the way in. Rodgers is most likely leaving. I think that is the biggest presence in the entire press conference. And no matter who they brought in, the best quarterback in the league for the last 15 years is leaving. We got quotes. We got track shoes. We got first place. And we got Saban references. Exciting day for the Bears. Iberflus, hear great things, what he's done with the defense. But when it comes to Justin Fields and this being a duo, Shrakes, it's about the offensive coordinator. What can you tell me about Luke Getze? Of course, with Aaron Rodgers, they were top three in every Mm -hmm. category offensively, and they're great. But they were able to lure him away from the Packers. Fill me in on why I should like this guy. That's great. Nathaniel Hackett was the offensive coordinator. Luke Getze was the quarterback's coach. He also interviewed for head coaching jobs this year. But... Getsy's a former player. He was one of these rising star coaching candidates, and the thought is that he could speak to Fields on a very human level. Mm-hmm. And as a former college standout who had a great NCAA career, maybe he and Fields can connect more than what they had mm. in Chicago previously. I heard, I've heard you talk about Joe Moorhead, and he yeah. said, we don't know what to, I just don't know a ton about Getsy. I don't know what tree he comes under. It's like, so He's very fascinating. But uh, he worked under him at Mississippi State, and he said the other day he feels that Getsy and Fields are a, quote, match made in heaven. So that mm, okay. got me excited. Let's that's go. what it's going to come down to. Who's the OC over there in Chicago? What are you thinking? I looked up last night. Mm-hmm. Nagy and Pace's introductory press conferences. Very similar. Eerily <laughs> similar. Really? You're getting warmer. <laughs> uh, identical. It's all, we're going to do this and we're going to do that and it's very exciting. So uh, the difference is, the difference is, 
I think number 12 in Green Bay is going to be gone. And that is the guy who runs the whole organization. So new hire GM, new hire coach day is always exciting. And it was with Nagy and Pace. Let's hope for the Bears this one's different. The new general manager in Minnesota, he put up an F-U-C-K Packers. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I didn't bring it up on the show. Why? Because so, it don't matter. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, he put wow. it up. He put it up because it don't, it don't matter. matter. And also, the track thing is conditioning. He's going to improve. In shape. He's going to improve the team's conditioning. I got you. Just, some, just some stability. <laughs> like, just make it fields. Build it around fields. Because last year it was Dalton. Ugh, it was fields. Uh, uh, we don't know. Every week. So, like, even just that will be Sounds a good. Hand. I like Take it. the north and just don't. I can't don't be that hard. ever give it just back. Just don't give it <laughs> back. Is Odell Beckham the reason the Rams <laughs> made it to the Super Bowl? We'll discuss that and more. Brian Dable joining our show. His intro as a head coach on GMFB next. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Uh, I've, I've been around the block. I've experienced a lot of different things. I've, I've witnessed, you know, different head coaches and how they do things. To sit up here and say that, you know, it's we're going to do this or we're going to do that. Like, look, all I know how to do is work, work with people, try to build a culture, unite a building, inspire players, coaches, support staff, listen. Do I feel prepared? Yes. Do I know there'll be some obstacles and challenges? Of course. Um, that's, that's this league. You know, you've got to be resilient in this league. Uh, certainly here you've got to be resilient, right? 
That's right. This is a big one. We're fired up because we are now joined by one of the NFL's newest head coaches and one of our new neighbors. He has over 20 years of NFL coaching experience, including the past four seasons with those Buffalo Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Good Morning Football, the 20th head coach in Giants history, Brian Dable. What's up, coach? Hey, Kyle. How you doing? Thanks for having me on, guys. Fired up to have you on. Fired up to have you here. Coach, let's get right into it. Yesterday. Big day, huge day, officially introduced as the next head coach of the New York Giants. What was day one like? Not only the press conference, but your introduction to the fans, to the media. Tell us all of it. Yeah, it was an awesome experience. You know, I got here on Saturday, the day after uh, they offered me the job. I drove through that little nor'easter here and uh, came right to the office. Been busy here the last few days of of interviewing guys on Zoom, and then, then obviously it was good to see my family again. We had the press conference, got a chance to meet all the media. Uh, you know, it was an awesome day. Um, you know, blessed and honored to, to have this opportunity. Now, Brian, for those who might not know your full resume, you've been several different places in the past, 21 years of NFL experience. You worked for Bill Belichick for 11 years, Nick Saban for three years. But what a lot of people liked was that you sort of went out on your own the last few years. You said, I'm going to join Buffalo staff and kind of carve out my own niche and not just be Belichick and Saban. Although those aren't bad guys to learn from. Mm. How would you describe your coaching style and who are your biggest coaching influences as you begin this gig as the New York Giants head coach? Yeah, I try to be authentic, uh, a consistent Peter, you know, a good communicator, uh, have a lot of experience in in different areas. You know, I've worked on the defensive side and the offensive side. Uh, and then, you know, be a good relationship builder. Those are, those are five things that are very important to me. Uh, obviously, I have had uh, a, a tremendous amount of, uh, you know, mentors in my career, starting with, with Belichick and uh, Saban, but also these last, you know, four years with Sean and Brandon and the Pagulas and, and the Buffalo Bill organization has been really been instrumental in, in growing. Um, it's, it's just been an awesome, it's been an awesome opportunity to, uh, to sit up here and, uh, have this opportunity, but also learn from those guys. Congrats to Mr. Dable. Thanks for joining our show. You spoke about Daniel Jones yesterday in a positive light. A lot of people have looked at Josh Allen's success up in Buffalo and these leaps that we say he takes year after year uh, with you as offensive coordinator. So as a measuring stick for Daniel, people are sort of putting those two things together. How do you feel about people drawing that comparison? Well, I think it's unfair right now. You know, we were Josh and I were together for four years, and, and you know, it took a village to, to help Josh. And you know, credit first goes to Josh Allen and his abilities and his desire and his competitiveness. You know, I, you know, I told you on Saturday I got here, I drove up and, and came right here, and there was you know, only a few people in the building, and Daniel was one of them. So we had a chance to sit down and you know, start the relationship you know, where it's in its infancy stages. I look forward to working with him, um, but we got a long way to go. Hey, Coach, we had the general manager, a friend of your colleague of yours from Buffalo. We had him on the show last week, and we asked him the same question. Sometime in covering the New York football giants, it seems like they're stuck in the past. We know it's a different era of football. How do you plan on modernizing this team? And more importantly, how do you plan on energizing, Coach, this fan base? Yeah, well, I think it starts with with trying to hire the best staff uh, that you can. And you know, it's not just names, it's the right people. You have to take your time and do due diligence. Um, literally, we, we started the last couple of days, we're, we're, we're pushing about 50 hours on these Zoom calls. 
So the people that you bring in the building, the teachers that are going to be around these players every day are, are very critical uh, to their improvement and, and to the team. And then building a strong support staff. Um, you know, we're all in this thing together. It's, it takes everybody to build a good organization. Uh, we're going to try to bring in the best people we can to, to fulfill their roles and do the best job they can to help the New York Giants. Love the video of you coming in with the truck. It was a, it's almost like an attitude statement for everyone at home in New yeah. York. And we're getting to know you a little bit in this market. I love the fact you drove in a blizzard to the office on Saturday morning. I was not behind the wheel. We like to think, though, that our show is a little bit more than just football. Okay. So the Giants posted this beautiful photo yesterday. Tell us about your family, who they are, and how you, as a young man growing up in western New York, fell in love with the sport of football. Yeah, well, I think, uh, you know, look, my family's everything. They're, you know, you can see they range from, you know, four to, uh, to be about 22. They're, they're awesome kids, uh, and everything starts with my wife. She's done a great job of, of raising these kids and, and being there. You know, you know, as a football coach, you're not around a lot, so credit goes to her. The, the, the kids are well-mannered uh, for the most part, um, but, you know, just, just <laughs> very part. thankful for them. And in terms of football, uh, you know, I – you know, I played at a, a small school there in, in Athol Springs uh, in Buffalo, um, and we had you know, two great coaches and Jerry Smith and John Shibetta uh, that just were very instrumental in, in you know, my upbringing, not just in football, but in life. And I'd say a lot of other players that, that have played for them. You know, there's a lot of guys that were in the league from my high school, you know, Tom Telesco, uh, Dave Caldwell, uh, Kyle Smith. Um, you know, Brian Polian is down at LSU, Chris Polian. So there's, there was a lot of guys just from that small little school that have, have come up the ranks and done some good things, along with a lot of other college coaches. So I'd say those two guys had really instilled that in me. It's great, Coach. And I feel like we as a show have a vested interest. We've been together for six years, and New York Giants football has not been up to the standards it aspires to. Your references are incredible. Your resume is incredible. We're fired up for you. And i got to tell you, something about that big mug of yours next mm. to that Giants logo just looks right. We are rooting for you, <laughs> we Coach. We like it. Well, you, got, you guys are the best, man. I appreciate you having me on. You guys have a great day. You too, Coach. Go get them. Now, yesterday, former Patriots offensive coordinator Josh McDaniels had his introductory press conference as the head coach of the Raiders. He's been in the AFC West as the head guy in charge before, and McDaniels gave some insight yesterday about what ultimately brought him away from Foxborough and into Vegas. It's been an incredible uh, experience for me the last three or four days here, uh, getting to, to know the people in the organization, seeing the stadium, the facility, uh, and again, every person that I've met thus far, uh, you can tell uh, where this organization is headed, uh, and I'm excited to be a part of it. It was going to take a special place uh, for me to, uh, to really leave where I was, and I found that here uh, in Las Vegas. And, uh, you know, I, I thank Mr. Davis again for having the faith uh, in me to, to lead this team as the head coach, uh, and I know that the greatness of the Raiders is in its future. And I can't wait to get started. Okay, there you have it, Josh McDaniels. And we touched briefly uh, on this yesterday. Let's dig in. What do you make, Kyle, of McDaniels as the Raiders head guy? Huge win for the Raiders and huge surprise to, to me personally. You've been waiting and waiting for McDaniels to maybe make the jump. And it's, it's the Raiders? I mean, I, I wonder if the Raiders themselves were even surprised. Like, you want us? Like, yeah, yeah, of course we want you. You look at the Raiders' hires, like, just go back. John Gruden... 
Glamour hire, hadn't coached in years, won nothing and ended in infamy. Jack Del Rio, not bad. Dennis Allen, 8-28. Hugh Jackson, one and done. Tom Cable, an interim hire, didn't work. Lane Kiffin, embarrassing and unsuccessful. This is a huge, glamorous win. I'm very excited for Vegas and the fans. Like, I can't believe they got this guy. First question, second question, third question. You're here. Josh, we'd love to have you. What's the plan for Mahomes? What, what are we going to do here? Because, sure, they went to the playoffs this year, and it was a lot of success, and there's a lot of buzz. They got the ever-living crap kicked out of them, Patrick Mahomes, this year. I'm talking by 66 combined points. 66 combined points in two games. There was zero, zero buzz, zero competitiveness. So we're glad you're here. We love the pedigree. We've been watching you for years. Frankly, we're flattered you're here. What's going on in defense? We love what you're going to do to Derek Carr, God willing. We need to stop 15. I know his stock's a little low right now. He just played the worst half of his life. But we have to play him at least twice every year. We've had very minimal success, and we hit rock bottom this year. So you better have a plan for the Chiefs. You better have a plan for Mahomes. Glad to have you here. What's the plan for Mahomes? I like it. I think it's a great hire, too. I think it's one of the better hires in this hiring hmm. cycle. Um, every year we have six to eight jobs. And there's two or three of them that I look at and like, where'd this guy come from? Like, what are they going to do with him? What's the fit here? But I could see, as far as the Raiders and Mark Davis, tremendous move by him. Because he's still relatively a young owner. Mm. To me, this is a lot better move than the last coach from TV, general manager hire. Mm. They have more ingredients to build a stable environment. Because you're going to need it out there, man. It's an arms race out there. They got the big dogs. They got Kansas City, Chargers. Man, it's an arms race out there. Mm -hmm. So they're going to have to put some institutional talent out, that being through the draft. I saw how New England was very, very aggressive in free agency. Let's see if they're aggressive bringing people to Los Angeles because money is no object with that new stadium and the other revenue streams that they have there. But I do think this is one of the excellent hires out there in this new search for these coaches that Mm -hmm. we have, Peter, in uh, 2022. Yeah, and, you know, he was the Broncos coach for two years, he was fired 12 years ago. Everybody go back and think about where you were in your life 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. And if you would do a job differently 12 years later than you were 12. Great point. Put yourself in his shoes. And he was very, very upfront with it. He said he didn't work with people well. So now you have 12 more years. And when you're fired in infamy like Josh was in Denver and it was because of people skills and it was mm-hmm. a blowout and it was the whole thing. Well, then you had to reland as the St. Louis Rams offensive coordinator for a year, playing you know, for a team that was dreadful, and then had to work his way all the way back up in New England. Threw with the Patriots for 18 seasons. I just, before we bash him and say, yeah, but he stunk in Denver 12 years ago. And then the Indianapolis thing. So why wouldn't he think, the, you know, it didn't, didn't feel right. And then, yes, was it handled maybe the worst time possible when you leave him at the altar like that after the team posts a comment saying we've hired Josh McDaniels? Of course. But is he wrong, though, if that's not the right chick, bro? The right fit. (laughs) Wasn't the right fit. So I've gotten to know Josh well, not like we're best friends or anything, but like I think he's 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 got some good sense of humor. He's really smart with football, and he's got a ton of experience. And he's still only forty-five years old. He he got fired from a job twelve years ago, and it's been hanging over his head for twelve years. And finally, he's taken another one. Mm-hmm. And I would like to think it would he's learned his lessons and has even gotten far better as a football coach mm-hmm. and as a leader of men and women mm-hmm. in those twelve years. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, and I'm not going to hold something that happened. 12 years ago and the way he handled people and interpersonal relationships against him today. Mm. It's 
well said. Uh, it's a big swing. I want the swings to keep being big with Vegas. You know, when you're hot, you're hot. And in that AFC West, which we talked about yesterday, and those quarterbacks, this is a team that still went to the playoffs. So that has to be the expectation, right? You're taking on a playoff team. You got to get to the playoffs, win a playoff game, and you got to get the best out of Derek Carr. I don't think there's a way to walk away from him now after what he did this season. So maybe add, get, get things going. I look at Devontae Adams, and I'm, I'm just saying, just go get him. I don't know if they're going to tag him up in Green Bay or whatever, but go make go make a play at least, right? They've improved a lot over the past year. They've got to keep that going almost twofold if they make this big swing. What is the expectation, Kyle, for Josh McDaniels in year one? It's got to be playoff run. How often do you take over as a new head coach when your team was in the playoffs right. the last year? Very great situation. Play yeah. Great situation. Fired. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder, to Kay's point, the psychological component. So with the big swings, and we're going to do this, and we're going to get... He took the biggest swing of all time in Denver. A crazy, mm. reckless swing to draft Tim Tebow. That was a swing and a half. I wonder if that is somewhere buried deep in his psychological makeup about, oh my gosh, let me just play it cool, let me just play it a little bit straight. Last time I sabotaged myself, I wonder how that affects the decision-making. Or if, mm-hmm. to Peter's point, it was 12 years ago and irrelevant. I don't know. The Devontae Adams connection, Derek Carr mm-hmm. yeah. and him went to Fresno yep. State together. So if there is a possibility, that's a that's a pull. Keep um, your foot on the pedal and keep going. That's it, what I look, think. It's so rare that you take over for a playoff team because playoff coaches, it's usually like, all right, but Bisacci is no longer there. McDaniels right. is. Um, the Eagles last year were interested with Josh, and he got to a finalist position, mm. and whether it was Howie Roseman or Jeffrey Laurier, it just didn't feel like it was the right fit for both sides. Um, and I thought personally, I'm like, All right, I don't know if he's ever going to take one of these jobs. Like, I, if the Eagles' job, if Nick Sirianni, who has never mm. called a play, is going to get the job mm. over Josh McDaniels, because mm. maybe it's not going to work. I think this one will, and it's because he's bringing his front office guy, Dave Ziegler, from New England, who he brought to the NFL with him. It's a draft outlook. We, you got any? Like, what, what do they do? I don't know what they're going to do with the draft. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I, we haven't seen the boards mm-hmm. yet, but um, he hired Ziggler way back when, mm-hmm. and now he's bringing him as a GM. So, like, there's a comfort there where, mm-hmm. all right, at least I know it's me and my guys, and if Sounds we go good. down, it's, we're going down together. I'm just saying they haven't won a playoff game in 20 years. Mm. They got to the playoffs with Basaccia as their head guy in charge, mm-hmm. an interim coach with all that mm-hmm. adversity, the expectation out the gate is a playoff win, the first one in two decades, and then maybe go a little further. That's without adding anybody. That's without the draft. I think just adding that name in Josh McDaniels. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.